Hello and welcome to the Kleiner Kitty Kit. Hope everybody is well and thank you for joining me for my new um, episode of my podcast. Today I want to talk about alcohol, um, which puts me in the mind of a song, which everything puts me in the mind of a song. If you know me very well, you'll know that. But it puts me in the mind of a Burn Naked Lady song called um, Alcohol. Um, And uh, the tagline of the song is Alcohol, My Permanent Accessory, um, which I find very interesting. I think you'll you'll see how that that filters into the, the rest of the podcast. But this is something I've been I've been thinking about talking about for a good while now and, and it's not been something easy for easy for me to to kind of broach really because I have a, somebody in my life personally who's going through some really serious problems with alcohol at the moment um and you know it's quite a it's quite a difficult time and it's it's a very upsetting time but I think for me I, I really do want to broach it and I want to I want to come out on the podcast and 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 talk about our relationship with alcohol so in some obviously you know be a lot of you there thinking oh do you like a little bit of a drink or um you know like a bit of a a binge drink on the on the weekends with with my girls or uh with my with my lads and and things like that or you'll be some of you out there that don't drink at, at all um because it's just not who you are as people and you don't want to put toxins like that into your body and that all listen all power to you guys as well um, so there's no right or wrong answers when it comes to alcohol. I'm not here to tell you what to do or, you know, make you feel bad about yourself or anything like that. It's just kind of from my permanent, from my um, personal, sorry, I was going to say permanent. Well, it is permanent, but it's personal as well. Um, my personal kind of findings, opinions um, and um, some revelations really as I've been thinking more about the topic. So that that's kind of what's brought me to today anyway. So for me, as somebody that suffers with anxiety and OCD, over the years, I've wondered what is the correlation between anxiety and OCD that I suffer with and the alcohol that I drink? What's the relationship with them two? And I mean, why do we start drinking alcohol in the first place? That's another question. That's probably the, the should be the first question or the bigger question. So is it because it's the norm does it feel like it's the normal thing to do because when we're growing up around our family they drink they drink it a great deal or on occasions and it just seems to be the the way the like things are and when we're 18 you know it's that rite of passage of going to the pub with your mum or dad having your first pint or your first glass of wine legal you know it's that and but why is it that why is it like you know let's let's go and help you to um, put some toxins in your body or um take some drugs because alcohol is a drug if we're very, very honest and brutal about it. And it can be a happy drug, so don't get me wrong. And I like a drink, so I'm not telling you to stop drinking or anything like that. I do like a little drink and it can be a very happy and, you know, it, you know, it can make for a lovely evening. But it also has the other um, permutations of that which are not happy um, and it can be addictive um, and it can make people's lives not great. Um and personally, for me, when I was growing up, it was like when I was looking out the adults in my family or around me, you know, it was the norm for us for them to be drinking at like social occasions, like birthdays, family parties, Christmas, um, and at weekends. You know, when we used to go out the weekends, we should go to the football and she got a few pubs before the football and that kind of thing. And it just appeared to me to be the normal thing to do. Um, but throughout my teenage years and at school, I suffered. I suffered and I struggled with what I now know to be anxiety. I mean, back then, 
I had no idea what it was. I just knew, just knew it was a nice, a nice thing. And I found it really hard not to be quiet in social situations. And I was kind of afraid to, to kind of be myself just in case people thought I was a bit weird or, um, they didn't like me or I didn't fit in you know that's such a big thing when you're a kid isn't it or a teenager you think I just want people to like me and I think the older you get definitely for me now I think if you don't bloody like me well it's tough bloody shit isn't it um I'm not gonna change just because you don't like me you know I think I'm a great person um yeah you know I, I don't think I'm a horrible person but if you think so and that's your opinion then all power to you but you know now I, I don't really give a shit if people think I fit in or not um you know that's that's on them and what their opinion is but back then you know when you're a kid or when you're a teenager it's so important to you isn't it um so yeah you know that that's kind of how I how I was when I was younger and um when I was old enough to start drinking what I found was that alcohol quietened my social anxiety so it made me more outgoing and and made me more fun and in my mind it made me more likable um so obviously I kept on doing it basically um and what I didn't realize is that in the long run that just served to exacerbate my anxiety and OCD and what I didn't realize is that the level of level of drink with drinking the level of shame the day after for me was immense and the sheer worry of what everyone else thought of me was crippling so every time I get up the day after drinking or being out on a night out with mates be constantly thinking to myself oh my goodness what did I say last night even though I know because I remember my memory's like a bloody elephant um and I know and I remember mostly every handful of times when I don't remember because I was absolutely you know very very drunk um but you know the, the thought of what did I say um do people not like me or you know did I make a fool of myself that's a really big one for me I think a lot of people have that so you know despite the level of 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 shame that I felt or the worry the crippling worry and anxiety the next day I still carried on doing it why why would you do that to yourself I don't know it doesn't make any sense but in in a culture where going out and drinking is the norm and just what we did and also knowing that in the moment of drinking I would quiet in my mind and just let myself go and enjoy myself without a worry or an overthink or an anxious thought I carried on of course I did I carried on and unbelievably thinking about this recently I've known for the longest time that this is something that I've you know I've wanted to 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 kind of think about and look at more more honestly really like is it worthwhile for me having a drink um or should I just give it up altogether? Now I'd love to give it up altogether. I'll be honest with you, and it's it, it is something I'm con you know I'm contemplating and I, I am thinking about it. But I also think for me it's probably just the level of drinking. Um, and now I've got older, I don't really drink a great deal. I have like my little Bailey's or something like that. Um, you know, and but I do like a good couple of drinks when I go to a gig or something like that. So it it is something that you know I'm, I'm it's it's been on my mind quite a lot. And I've seen firsthand the devastating effects that alcohol can have on a life. So seeing somebody that you know and somebody that you love slowly kind of drink themselves to death because the longer they go on drinking and the longer they keep pumping alcohol into the body, the liver obviously deteriorates massively. So they are basically putting themselves 
closer and closer to death so the closer and closer to liver failure basically and that sounds extremely brutal the way I've just put it but you know um being in the situation I am and, and dealing with this on a first-hand basis I, you become very matter-of-fact about it um and I think and I think quite honestly it needs to be dealt with in a matter-of-fact way um in order to to kind of to kind of tackle it but um you know it, it is absolutely devastating their body wastes away so they don't eat they wake up every day in the morning and the first thing they do is have a drink. So they don't think, oh, I'll have a bit of toast and then I'll have a drink. You know, or when you go out, when you go out for a night out with your mates, you think, oh, I need a good meal because I'm going to have a good few drinks tonight. So they'll soak up some of the alcohol. They don't do that. Their first, first thought in the morning is, I, I just need a drink. And you slowly see them, like their body just, it, it, you, they just lose their body weight and they just get thinner and thinner and thinner. And then their mind goes, so, you know, that's another thing so once an intelligent mind with you know a passion for things like music or football or reading becomes riddled really with paranoia so it's that paranoid feeling which then leads to them being angry it leads them losing their memory and a total disregard for people around them that they love they that are their family they love them and you know if if they could go back if they could turn back time to remember how much they love them then, you know, they wouldn't treat them in the way that they do. But it is the pure paranoia of being consistently alcohol-fueled. Um, it drives them to, to, to have these horrible thoughts or these nasty thoughts or these angry thoughts. And, you know, it, I think it plays on a lot of things with them. I think it's not just angry thoughts over nothing. I think there's a, a, I think there's a build-up in the background of potentially other issues. But obviously drinking alcohol consistently just exacerbates them. So they become this other person that you you don't really recognise. You recognise the face, but you don't recognise who they are as a person. And the, the relationships that you once have with these people becomes almost non-existent. So your heart breaks for them every time you see them. But, you know, and, and, and I think in the beginning when you're dealing with this kind of situation, you do, your heart goes out to them and you want to, you know, um, well, you want to wrap your arms around them and, and you know, kill them with kindness and kill them with care because you love them but in you know you you try as long as you can to to help them to talk to them to be there for them take them to doctors visit them in hospital the multiple times that they get in there because they they fall over or they collapse from being way too drunk or they fall over and hit their head so they need to go and get checked out so things like that and you change and and make better for them their surroundings the other thing that you'll find about people with with alcohol issues is that their surroundings slowly become worse and worse so they don't really care they don't care about the way that they look so they don't care about their personal hygiene um they um they don't care about the the space that they live in so they're constantly living in almost like a hoarder really so holding loads of things not there's no kind of cleanliness in there so don't really care about where they're where they're living or or staying um and it just becomes a home you know, it comes be it becomes a whole horrible messy life all the way around so even though you, you know you try all of those things and you get to a point where you feel helpless um and you can no longer even talk to them or you, you don't know what else to say you don't know what else to do so in the end, you take yourself out of the situation because it breaks your heart every single time knowing that this is happening, um, you know, to the person that you love. So, it, you know, it, it's very, very difficult. So you try and try and try and, you know, you give everything that you, you can. But 
in the end you get to a point where you feel like you can't help them anymore and you do have to take yourself out of the situation for a little while because you think I can't be around it but I can't affect it so I can't you know I'm kind of stuck really you're stuck between a rock and a hard place basically and that's where I was saying before when it, you know when I was saying about the liver and dying and all of that being very brutal you get to a point where you're angst and you're you, you're upset becomes that right let's be pragmatic what can we do but you you start becoming tougher with them and you, you do get a little bit angry with them because you want them to help themselves and they won't um and that's that's really really testing because you think listen the only person that can help you is you and you won't we're trying to help you and just throwing it back in our faces every time um and you you know and, and that's really difficult to deal with as well so you know it, it it's it's really so this is where i'm coming from with the alcohol although this may be the social norm and it may seem odd to some people um you know and and you might think god lighten up a bit you know you can just have a it's not everyone's an alcoholic and you can just have a couple of you know a couple of nice tiki drinks at christmas and on weekends and things like that but truly now for me i honestly um i honestly question you know when you have a drink of alcohol like what is the point of it so it's a question that I ponder a lot, actually, which might sound like ridiculous, but sometimes I think to myself, I had 10 drinks last night. I went out on a night out with my girls and I had 10 drinks and I feel absolutely shocking today. What was the point of it? And it still is for me, I guess, you know, I often find like I've had a really stressful day at work or a really stressful week or something, I think I'll have a glass of wine. Or I do like a glass, you know, and that and that's that's the the wrong way of doing things. It, you might think, well, no, because a lot of people do that. And I'm not saying I'm not saying a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people do do that, but that doesn't make it right. And should we be leaning on something that's a drug to help us? We well, could argue that part, you know, that um, pharmaceutical drugs are drugs. Um, so I guess it's a it's a paradoxical question, but uh, or situation. But I do, you know, I find myself asking myself more and more. Um, you know, what else could I do instead of instead of having a glass of wine? Um, what else could I do to to de-stress basically and do something else um but I do like you know like going out for a nice meal um with my partner and having a couple of glasses of wine it just it it generally does take the edge off you. you you do chill out you relax more into the evening for me that's how it makes me feel I feel a lot more a lot less on edge um I feel like I can right I'm really totally chilled now and I can just like really enjoy myself and not have to worry about things um so I still do find that but um and I think, you know, if if I did decide to, you know, if I did decide to give it up totally and I, I'm reaching out, I want to reach out to those people who don't drink now and I'd love some feedback from this podcast on uh, from people like that um, to answer, the, I guess, the next things that I'm going to say, really. So although I've become a bit more um, or a bit less socially awkward now, um, when I think when I've had a drink, I think that if I'm in the company of others, I should be able to feel comfortable enough to be myself without having a drink. So, um, you know, like, I've become less socially awkward now. Um, and I feel like I should be able to just go out with my friends um, and be myself um, 
without having to think I need to have a drink of alcohol. And I guess that says a lot about me and a lot about my friends potentially. Um, but what I want to ask is um, two things. So for the people that do drink um, and for the people that don't drink, uh, for the people that do drink, do you think it's right that if you are, if you do have a drink because you feel socially awkward, do you think it's right that you feel that way in the group of friends that you're in and that's, and you, you feel like you can't, you couldn't have a drink um you couldn't not have a drink to feel comfortable in that situation and for the people that don't drink um how how do you feel or how do you have how do you have that commitment or how do you build in that commitment to yourself and I guess it's because you feel so sure of yourself but um and in the best possible way is what I mean to say but how do you tackle that with friends and how do you feel about going on social or going to social occasions meals nights out things like that and your friends are kind of like oh just have a little one go on just have a little one you'll be all right just have one um how do you deal with that consistently or do you get to a space where it happens the first few times and then you you become you know very adamant with your friends say listen stop asking me to have a drink I don't want a drink or do you just you know um do you just keep saying it until people get it really um so I was just curious and I'd love some feedback from from both sides on that if, if anybody wants to kind of reach out to me with a comment um um and I think you know where I want to get to with this is um I want I want people to feel completely comfortable and I I want to be one of those people. I feel I want to feel completely comfortable with myself and I want to understand uh really I want to feel completely comfortable with myself to not to have to have a drink to feel comfortable in a situation. Um and I think for me more often than not I'm there now, I would say. I mean, it's taken me like nearly four years, but I'm there. Um but what I want to say is that um, you know, is what what are we why are what are we not understanding and why are we not understanding still this kind of real issue with alcohol um and like I said obviously for me it's very close to home um and like I said I've had some some real challenges with somebody who's who's very close to me and this is kind of um almost a little tribute to them as well because you know, I care about them deeply um, and um, I'm really rooting for them to come out the other side of this in recovery. And, we, you know, that's kind of where we've gotten to now, which we were on the start of the road of that, which I'm very pleased to say, but it's a long road coming. But, you know, why why is it a social norm to be drinking? You know, and, and what fascinates me is my son's eight, 17 nearly now and um, he has got, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not really bothered about drinking. And he's like, his um, demographic are so like anti-drinking or not really fussed about drinking. So how have we gone to kind of my generation, to their generation? Is it There is so much more awareness, like, let's face it. I mean, when we were kids, everything was sponsored by alcohol, wasn't it? Or cigarettes or something like that. And now you don't get that because it's all banned and things like that. I get that, but it, it just... I'm so proud of them, you know, and like my son comes home and he'll say, you know, I'm not really interested about having a drink or, um, oh, smoking, definitely not drugs. <laughs> what an idiot you'd be to do that. And I'm, I'll just look at him and f- fascinated by how mature he is about it. And I think why, you know, why were we not like that? I, I guess, I guess it's, you know, the pe- the surroundings again, again, I, I already said that, but, um, yeah, I think there needs to be, 
great question within ourselves like why are we drinking alcohol are we drinking it for a healthy reason like we just want to have a little bit of a giggle and we'll know we'll it'll take the edge off and you know we'll just have a really nice time or you just want a nice glass of wine because you enjoy it with your lunch with your tea or something like that or are you having a drink because you're stressed out your mind you've had a really stressful day at work first thing you do is think I'll have a glass of wine is that the right behavior? It doesn't feel right to me. I'm not saying I don't do it because I absolutely do. So I'm not coming. If, I'm not coming at this from a parapet or anything like that. I'm just saying like, it, this should be a question around it. And what else can we do to 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 de-stress without using alcohol? And and I think it, there needs to be so much more awareness. I think there's a lot of awareness now about it, but I think there needs to be so much more awareness about drinking alcohol and, and why you're doing it and and what the effects on on you can. I can have and yeah so you know for me it's it's a question I have pondered a lot over the last I guess five years so it sounds like a long time to be pondering a very similar question but um that's because of what I've gone through like I said with somebody that's close to me and it, it does make me think and I think sometimes I'll think to myself yeah I've just spent best side of 50 quid on a night out purely on alcohol what have I got out of that you know and obviously you had a really nice time and you've had a giggle and whatever but is it really worth it you know I I I do I question it quite a lot um so I guess I'll leave you with that question so is drinking alcohol for you worth it what do you get out of it and why do you do it and did you know or do you know the wider consequences of drinking alcohol and are there other ways for you to um to de-stress or not drink alcohol and and this is a this is a pertinent one how much better would you feel if you didn't drink alcohol at all it's a question I often ponder um um and you know I'm and very close to trying that I think and, and maybe doing a six months or something like that and just adding on that is my friend has recently done this and she said she's never felt better in an absolute life and she looks amazing um she looks great um she you know she feels really healthy she's just absolutely smashing work and motivated to do loads of different things and it just you know it it does make you wonder so yeah I'll leave you with that question you know how different would you feel how better in yourself would you feel how more how much more motivated or goal orientated or just how much more organized and uh, efficient you'd be if you didn't drink alcohol that's not just on a day-to-day because it has long-lasting effects when it's in your bloodstream so think about that anyway I've witted on for way too much than uh, way much longer than I should have done but it's as you can probably tell it's a very passionate topic for me um please tune in for the next podcast which will be um arriving shortly um and please do reach out to me with feedback on this podcast i'd love to hear your thoughts um any questions and again if there are any topics you'd love to um you know uh love me to broach or or pick up on the podcast and again reach out to me with those as well i'd be keen to to hear those um and as always thank you so much for listening um it's it's a pleasure to to be able to do this and um and i hope i hope somebody learns something from it or gets something from it that's always my aim with these and um i'll see you shortly